wing it here. Uh, dude, I'm doing well. Like just said, I'm getting my internet going. And I feel like there is a red comet that has appeared mm -hmm. sort of over, you know, um, I don't know, the world, you know, like we're just seeing it across the sky streaking because uh, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. it, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. So Sandy. Uh, yeah, Sandy. Uh, yeah, it's crazy out there, guys. Lady Jade is in. Everybody's joining in. This is great. This is what we want. Uh, yeah, man. I went to the gym this morning. And let me tell you, the gym itself has been empty. I yeah. mean, empty, yeah. man. I, I went on Friday, you know, uh, I went on Friday and the guy at the desk, I was like, how's it going, man? He's like, you're literally the first person I've talked to all day. <laughs> wow, that's crazy, man. It was, it was crazy, and there's nobody there. Um, like somebody sneezed, and like literally everybody stopped and looked at him. I was like, oh my god, oh, man, what dude, kind of, yeah. like, what kind of a What's going on? dystopian future <laughs> are we living in, man? This is crazy. Uh, it is I, I will, crazy. I, I have noticed anybody who sneezes. I even noticed myself one day. I was like, wait, no, wait a second, wait a second. Yeah. That was that was dust, you know, with some dust got in my nose. It's like that, right? I like started mm -hmm. triple checking myself. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. I mean, we are. I it's just like I don't even I, I don't even I don't even I don't even know what to say to be entirely honest, man. I mean, you and I, you and I, as and I talk to each other, and we're just like, I we're as and I hype things up, right? You know, Sir Ezra and I yeah. hype yeah. things up, and we <laughs> just start talking about away. like we get a little carried away sometimes. So nothing we nothing I don't really want to hype it up here because I don't I really do, generally do not want people to get like too crazy concerned. But as and I are sometimes talking like I don't know, man. I think the end's coming. I think we're like we're gonna, yeah. like we just yeah. joke about it. Like we just hype it up and oh, uh, it's crazy. Well, I, the, go look at the supermarkets. So I mean that's where I've been. Like I because I'm trying to get some stuff for my apartment and legitimately just get enough for like. Right. You know, uh, some clean, some cleaning supplies. You know, you go into a new place, you want to clean it up a little bit. And, man, it was like I got yeah. the last thing of pine salt. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I'm wondering, right, you know, and I think it's okay to make, like, I think it is, you know, some people are like, well, you know, we should take this serious. I think it is okay to make jokes about about the the coronavirus. You know, I think it's it's dark times like these or sometimes we need we need jokes and stuff like that. Like I certainly don't take make jokes about the, the disease itself or anything like that. But I, um, I do, I do think, I do think, uh, I do think the media is perhaps not helping the situation. I mean, when you, when you do look at like the regular flu, uh, you know, we don't quarantine and stuff like that for that. And that's killed certainly far more people than, than this has and stuff like that. So I don't know. I mean, you sent me the thing about, you know, the, ticks might be able to carry it so you, now you can get lime with your corona and you know it's, <laughs> it, it, it's, yeah. and again i don't make i you know again, yeah I exactly like, not it, it's just like what do you, what are you supposed to do i mean right. like i mean it's unprecedented I, like, man we're in we are in unprecedented times I and mean, that's why yeah, i think i mean i yeah that's what for me i think well, it is is the craziest thing Right, right. Dude, I just got like an, another email. I'm getting emails all weekend long about just updates on what we're going to do at school, what's what's happening, the whole thing. And it's just like second by second. And really, you know, it's coming down to this whole idea of like flatten the curve, that whole thing. But uh, wow, dude, yeah. I just. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm just wondering. Know. I'm just wondering. So is it going to be like Valentine's Day and 
you know, Halloween and Easter where after the season is over, you know, like you can go buy candy for a dollar. Is that what's going to be like with toilet paper? Like you can go buy toilet paper for like, you know, I can't wait for the Corona season <laughs> over so I can get that like, you know, $1 toilet paper. Cause that's what, yeah, I, you I know. know, so it's crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like, remember when we had sports, you know, remember when, right, right, yeah. <laughs> remember when we had sports. Wow. That is crazy. What, what was the, uh, what was, so like, oh my gosh, was it the summer or the spring sickness right in the book? And it's just sort of like, yeah, like, I, that, w- and not, not even again, not to make a joke about it. But similar. Like, we don't know if this is going to like stick around into the spring and into mm-hmm. the summer. Like, yeah. And that, well, know. that's, yeah, that's the next Duncan egg book is the, that, that spring, the spring sickness that took everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Snap. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's actually interesting. Um, I think that's honestly the only time I can think of where there is a specific disease that goes around in this book series that kills people. That's the only one I can kind of think. I'm sure there's probably one in like fire and blood and stuff like that, where they talk about it more uh, or world of ice and fire. I'd have to go back and look, but that's the first, certainly the first one that kind of comes to mind uh, mm-hmm. as being yeah. some sort of major disease that d- disease that, that, that takes people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. But it is crazy. Um, so, but yeah, doing, doing okay. Went to the gym this morning on my way home. Was going to stop at the store. It was absolutely incredibly packed. And like, all I want was, you know, some lunch meat and a coffee. And so I was like, well, forget this. I'll just uh, come back in two weeks. Yeah. Right. Uh, I guess yeah. <laughs> is the, is the way to think about it. But nonetheless, so anywho, um, let me pull up my book here. We're going to be talking, well, really whatever you guys kind of want to talk about today, uh, just in our, our hangout here. But we were going to kind of focus on Night of the Seven Kingdoms, uh, Duncan Eggs. We haven't we haven't done a Raven's Nest on that. We're uh, specifically going to be kind of talking uh, The Hedge Knight, right, which is the first novella mm-hmm. kind of book inside of that um in inside of that three that three part uh series here and you know what hey if people are quarantining themselves right because people are saying that in the chat yeah you know what read a book that's what they're there for i actually i actually saw i actually saw that a handful of online uh places are experiencing online businesses stuff like that are experiencing insane numbers right now they said that steam which is the online video game store right you know for computers and stuff like that um, yeah, they said uh, Friday and Saturday were the single. They've never had they they shattered their records, absolutely, really? ab- absolutely shattered their records. So, um, wow, tons of that stuff. But so okay, so I got I got I got my book pulled up here. I think Ez is walking around, but uh, guys, feel yeah, free yeah, sorry, to comment. Yeah. And then people who are in the Discord, we can put you on the show if you guys are uh, when you guys are ready to talk. Just kind of do we we like people to just kind of in the discord chat is like, you know, raise your hand or say, raise my hand. I want to talk about this. Um, but so it got the book, got the book pulled up here. And as, and I talk about this book a lot, right? Because I, to me, it's honestly my favorite part of the bigger song of ice and fire series, game of Thrones, whatever it's, it's my, it's my favorite. It's my favorite story in, in the series because I just, it, it feels different. Right. Like, you know, we talk when you think yeah. about the when you think about the book series or especially the show and the show every, you know, it feels like anybody's up. Anybody's up for grabs for uh, to tie in, to, to die. Right. Sure. It just doesn't feel that way with Duncan. Eggs. It feels like Gurr has a special place in his heart for these two. 
And yes. we know, yep. you know, if you go to the world of ice and fire, it's, it's it's even it's not even directly stated how they die there. It's it's loose, right? Yeah, he can't let go. He's not ready to let go. Yeah, he's not. He's yeah. He's he is not. He's not ready to let go of him. So, um, our story begins here, kind of in the hedge night. You know, and I love. I just. I love. As and I love the audiobook. Uh, it's read by Harry Lloyd, who plays Viserys Targaryen, um, in the show, and it's just. It starts off kind of somber. We're on a feet. We're on a hilltop, right? There's just it's and dunk, the sp- the spring rains had softened the ground, so Dunk had no trouble digging the grave. He chose a spot on a western slope of a low hill for the old man, uh, who had always loved to watch the sunset. Another day done, he would sigh, and who knows what the morrow will bring us? Uh, well, the morrow had brought rains that soaked them to the bones, and one had brought. Uh, and uh, and the one after had brought wet, gusty winds, and the next a chill. By the fourth day, the old man was too weak to ride, and now he was gone. Gosh. Ah, yeah, man. It's just uh, you just feel Sir bad. Arlen. Wow, yeah, Sir Arlen of Penny Tree, and you know that's somebody who I want more of. And this is this is what I love because I, I think I think I think for people. Um, you know, if you finish the books and you've watched the show and you say, OK, I want to explore some of this other the other parts of the the series. To me, this is the best place to go. The absolute best, the yeah. absolute best place to go. And I know they're making a prequel about, um, you know, some of the stuff that happens back with Targaryen dragons fighting each other and the, you know, the Dance of Dragons stuff like that. But this is the one I want. If I were to pick anything, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> this even more so than like Robert's Rebellion, any of that stuff, this would be the this would right. be the place. It's kind of like a stepping stone, you know. It's like a stepping stone to, you know, from I don't know, from the main series and then to, you know, this this other. Um, well, like like I guess if you wanted to keep continuing going backwards into that Dance of Dragons stuff, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, okay, and so, uh, you know, the story kind of gets. We're just gonna kind of a broad uh, summary here. Um, you know, the story kind of uh, as as it goes forward here. Um, you know, Dunk buries Sir Arlen a Penny Tree, who you know trained him, found him in Flea Bottom, um, and uh, and he buries him and he says, well, I, what should I do? I guess I should go. Right. I guess I should go to attorney. Right. So we're going to go to the attorney of Ashford, uh, Ash, um, Ashford Meadows, not really that big, uh, or important of a town and the bigger, um, a song of ice and fire series. I'm going to pull it up on the, uh, uh, wiki here. Um, but that's where we're going to go. And we're going to try and fight in this tourney, so hopefully I can make some money. And, you know, Dunk has um, been training, you know, under uh, Sir Arlen, and he's not really that good as uh, with the Lance, right? Mm-hmm. He's, yep. he's, de- he's definitely more of a melee um, type of guy, but he's going to go and he's he's got to go get some armor. He's got to go get some people. And this, uh, this is also, I think... As we, as we as we go along the way, um, we run into somebody. But um, one of the things again that I love about this this book or this this specific uh, story in the in the greater Song of Ice and Fire series is just that this is really where I think Gur gets to do a lot of world building. 
right? Because it's not like we're under yeah. some big conflict. Like you look at a lot of the Arya chapters, which take place again similar areas, but there's so there's so much um, importance on everything. You know, Arya's on the run. They're with the Knights of the. Uh, they're with the, the Night's Watch and the Lannisters are out and all this stuff. But here we're yeah. going through the same area, but you get a totally different perspective on of these uh, uh, of the you know the Riverlands and, and all this and you know and just in the Reach and all of these kinds of things. Yeah, it, it's also almost like you get caught up in the the, the importance of whatever the the plot line is, and then you kind of. I don't know. You you might, you might lose track of some of the world building stuff that is taking place. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because you're so caught up in the story. So. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So stakes uh, are high. And that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. And so okay. So uh, we're heading over to um, you know, as we're heading as we're heading over to Ash- Ashford Meadows, we stop. Right. Um, we're going to stop at a, at an inn, and. Uh, this is where we meet, you know, uh, a specific character, um, uh, Sir. Oh gosh, uh, Darren, Darren Targaryen, right? Who uh, Dunk mm-hmm. walk, Dunk walks into this inn and he hears this drunken guy who starts looking at him and he says, "You know, I saw you in my dreams, right? Um, you mm-hmm. know, I, yeah, I, 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 saw, I saw you in I saw you in my dreams, um, you know, and you you've killed a dragon. Whoa, what's like what's 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 going on there? It's kind of weird. And then right. you know the in, he's kind of talking to the innkeeper. Um, you know he tells him to stay away from him, and, and the innkeeper's like, you know, never mind that one. All he does drink and talk about his dreams. So and he's drunk. No, he's he's, he's totally yeah he's he's totally he's totally drunk. He says, you know, I dreamed of you. You stay away from me. Do you hear? You stay well away. Um, and then he talks to the innkeeper, and she says, well, you know, whatever. And then he has he does have kind of a conversation with the innkeeper. Um, and he and he's putting up his his horse outside, right? And there's like a young bald stable boy out there. Uh, and you know he's kind of weird because he's, you know, he's dunks like I want my. I want my horse rubbed down and I want you to tend to him. Um, and he's, you know, and then he's kind of, he kind of mocks him a little bit. He's like, yeah, I could, if I wanted. And he's like, Oh, I've none of that. I'm mm-hmm. a knight, you know? <laughs> like, right, right. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, and so yeah. it's, he'll come, he'll obviously uh, come back later. So, and then his conversation, I think uh, with the innkeeper um, is, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to fight an attorney and win it. And uh, the innkeeper is like, are you now? Right. I mean, sure. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it's great. You know, it's just another thing I like. I love about this because we don't talk about tourneys at in the main series. Right. We don't we don't get that that talk of tourneys um, and and what you know, what could possibly happen and all that stuff in 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 the main series. Yeah, really. And the the only thing that the only experience we really do get is like the hands tourney, but nothing like like not the ins and outs, because, again, the stakes are, you know, so high and there's different things going on there. But. The one thing about this one, um, you, like you do get sort of um, Dunk walking around and stuff, which is pretty cool. So, um, like he's, uh, you know, he's walking around doing, gosh, I don't know, you know like just like seeing the different tents and the different uh, what have yous and and stuff. So you get mm-hmm. more of like the list and that kind of thing too, which is cool. yeah, yeah. And and I mean, obviously, stuff is going to go down at this tourney. The only other tourney I can think of is. Um, there's a tourney of the hand and the tourney at the beginning of um, the tourney at the beginning of uh, Clash of Kings, right? When uh, Sir Dauntus is there 
and he's getting really drunk and Joffrey is just like killing people basically, you know? So, yeah. and yeah, again, that's yeah. told through Sansa and, and Tyrion's eyes. And so it's different. It's a different, it's a totally different perspective because there's so much more yeah. weight to it. And it's, and it's, it's less about the tourney and more about Joffrey being an evil maniacal, you know, little guy. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, okay. So, um, Dunk leaves the inn. He goes out and, uh, the boy is on his horse, right? And he's wearing, yeah. and he's and he's put on the old man's armor, right? Uh, you know, he found he found the stable boy mounted on thunder and wearing the old man's armor. The halberd was longer than he was, and he'd have to tilt the helm uh, back on his bald head, or else it would have covered his eyes. You know, and then uh, Dunk looks, you know, looks at him and he's like, thief, you know, take off that armor. Um, and so this is where their uh this is where it kind of begins for them right their friendship their their journey um yeah right and they have one of i think the you know the funnest um i guess kind of relationships to me in the series the only other one i that even comes kind of close to this right because everybody's relationship is just so different when you talk about just two people the only other one that kind of comes off to me like this as kind of fun um you know aria and the hound a little bit Right when they're when they're uh, you know kind of doing uh, yeah just because Hound's talking back to him and all that kind of stuff yeah, right yeah. and then and then I'd say almost like John and Tyrion where you have the one who's kind of um you know you've got John who's like a little more stoic a little more uh, serious and then you have Tyrion who's far more like the comic relief right uh, yeah and right. so those are really the only kind of other types of uh, like relationships I can think of that come anything close to this. Right. Yeah. And which is pretty, pretty, I, I think that's pretty neat. Like that's sort of the, the lightheartedness of this one. I mean, it's not as, as, as intense and, and stuff. And so, um, you're able to kind of sit back and enjoy it more. And, and, um, I don't know, you know, how, like in the main series, like every little line, like all the dialogue really, really matters. And it, we super analyze it and everything. And this is just more, you know, a night with the squire. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, and it's the, the funny thing also is that his squire tells him off, right? I mean, his squire is is there, and right. he's and he's Different telling dynamic. Him, yeah. exactly. He's like, you know, Dunk says, "I have no need for a squire. Every knight needs a squire." The boy said, "You more than most." Like, I mean, you would just you would not <laughs> see that in any other in in any mm-hmm. other in any other scenario. And of course, you know, we all know why. Um, but so uh, okay, so. Uh, we kind of leave there and then we um, uh, and then we head to the tourney of Ashford. Right. And Dunk is there and he says, well, you know, I need to I need to get some better gear. Um, I need to see if I can sell my horse. I need to, you know, kind of see what's going on. Enter myself into the lists and a couple of interesting right. things happen. Yep. So one, I, I got a, I got a, another passage kind of highlighted here because we get to see a lot of because remember, this takes place roughly one hundred ninety, you know, or so years before the main series so it's not that far off um you know and uh we walk in and we get to see all these all these banners and stuff like that so uh the nightingales 
belonged to, this is just talking about the banners he sees. The nightingales belonged to Lord Karen of the Marches and skilled with the high harp as he was with the lance. The crowned stag was for Sir Lionel Baratheon, the laughing storm. Uh, Dunk picked out the Tarly Huntsman, Housed and Darien's Purple Lightning, the Red Apple of the Fossaways. Uh, there roared the Lion of Lannister, gold on crimson, and there a dark green sea turtle of the Eastermonts swam across a pale green field. The brown tent beneath uh, a red stallion could only belong to Sir Otho Bracken, who was called the Brute of Bracken, since slaying Lord Quentin Blackwood three years past during attorney at King's Landing. Uh, Dunk heard that Sir Otho struck so hard with the blunted long edge that he staved in the visor of Lord Blackwood's helm and the face beneath it. He saw some Blackwood banners as well. On the west edge of the meadow, a distant... Um, as distant from Sir Otho as they could be, Marbrand, Malister, Cargill, Westerling, Swan, uh, Melendor, Hightower, Florent, Frey, Penrose, Stokeworth, Derry, uh, Perrin, Wild. It seemed as though every lord house in the west and the south had sent a knight or three to Ashford. So, I mean, this is a big time tournament. There's a lot of people here. Uh, and, and so, I mean, there's just, it's, it's a big deal. There's a, there's a ton. There's a ton of people here. Um, you know, as we progress on a little bit here, um, uh, yet, however fine the pavilions were to look upon, he knew there was no place there for him. So, uh, Dunk is there and he doesn't really, he's a small time, you know, we talk about hedge knights. And so these, uh, you know, hedge knights smaller. They don't necessarily belong to any sort of uh, any sort of house. Uh, they're just knights. They're they're think of them more like cell swords, mercenaries. They can um, fight for whomever they want. And at this big tournament, you have all these big, huge houses uh, and people that are uh, you know representing all of these all of these houses as we go forth. Um, so he says, a hedge knight must hold tight to his pride. Without it, he was no more than a sellsword. I must earn my place in that company. If I fight well, some lord may take me into his household. I will ride in notable company then and eat fresh meat every night in a castle hall and raise my own pavilion at tourneys. But first, I must do well. Reluctantly, he turned his back on the tourney grounds and led his horses onto the trees. So that's what Dunk is really trying to do here. He's saying, if I can go to this tournament, I can do the best I possibly can. Maybe somebody will take me into service. You know, now that he's no longer work, uh, working for Sir Arlen Pentry because he passes away, then I can put myself in a really good position and possibly kind of go from uh, go from there. So uh, that is uh, where he's at from there. So okay, so he finds himself kind of a little bit of a. Um, a little bit of a place to kind of hang out with dunk and stuff like that. And so now we're going to go try and find, um, uh, some armor. So we go and we meet, um, this armor, right. Who, uh, the steely pate, right. Who's, who's this really kind of super, I think he's a really, really cool, uh, guy as we, as we meet him, um, kind of this older guy, uh, kind of rough around the edges, um, and so as soon as Dunk walks in, he just kind of, oh, here, sit down. We're going to, we're going to get, we're going to get you going here. Um, uh, and, and all of this stuff. So, uh, 
the man was all uh, man. The man he needed was all the way down at the end of the row. A shirt, a fine chain and mail, and a pair of uh, lo- uh, lobster steel gauntlets displayed on the table. Uh, you do good work, he says. None better. A stumpy man. Uh, he says, I need armor for the tourney, a suit of good mail uh, with gorget, greaves, and great helm. The old man's half helm would fit his head, but he wanted more protection for his face uh, than a nasal bar alone could provide. He says, you're a big one, but I've armored bigger. Uh, so then he kind of sits him down, has a kneel. He starts, he starts measuring him, and he tells him he needs 800 stags uh to get this armor which is way more money than than dunk than dunk currently has you know so he's like 800 way more than he'd expected and so this is where he kind of gets put into the into this um into this odd position where he's i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to win uh some matches i'm possibly gonna have to sell my horse um and the way tourneys work is you can um you know you if you win you basically you have to either pay your opponent or you can give them your armor like your armor and your horse and so dunk is going to kind of put himself into this tricky position where he's got to enter and he's got to win mm-hmm. yeah if he doesn't win yeah then he's he loses his armor and he's got a ransom it back yeah yeah which, and that and that sucks. and that is what happens in uh the third tale the mystery night i mean uh, you mm-hmm. know where he 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 goes up against uh Kyle the cat right who's who's kind of one of these turning yeah. who's one of these turny knights and uh dunk just loses i mean right off the bat and he has no money to pay him or anything and that's uh that's kind of where we're at uh, this story goes um a little bit different so um Really, we'll just kind of skip ahead a little bit here, um, as because so, I want to I want to get people in here. So, yeah. uh, so basically, the next kind of big part of the story is Dunk has to go <clears throat> enter the lists, and this is where things get uh, really kind of interesting because as he goes to enter the lists, um, he is really kind of questioned about his act his actual uh, knighthood. And this is where some people argue Dunk may actually not even be a knight. Yeah, which is a bunch of baloney, mm-hmm. you know? Yes, Sir Sir like, Uther, uh, like sorry. Yes, Sir happened. Uther the Snail. Yeah, not Kyle the Cat. Thank you, Lady Sarah, in the comments. You corrected me on that. Yeah. The um man, it's a, it's like he uh, Sir Arlen is an honorable man, all right? This is a squire. And he, you know, as he's dying, he knights him. It's a big deal. And yeah, it, it does kind of suck he has to go through that and and uh, find somebody who can, you know, vouch or who knew Sir Arlen and, and uh, can vouch for him or whatever. But, yeah, it's they're already they're questioning his knighthood. And, and you know, Egg was doing that out the gate as well, uh, just mm-hmm. based upon, like, his get up and his gear and everything. And uh, it, it's easier to accept somebody, I think, when they come in with a full suit of armor. And he might have been more, you know, uh, accepted, I guess, if he would have had. If you would have really looked the part, I guess. Right. I mean, physically he is. I mean, he's huge. But um, yeah, his his yeah. his belt is is just a rope, right? And so it's, he's he has mismatched armor. He's got a rope. I mean, you know, it's just so it does. He he certainly doesn't look the part. So um, fortunately, I mean, talk about. I mean, talk about a uh, the way this the way this ends up going down, right? I mean, you're t- uh, is I mean, he just gets so benefited. So the um, the guy who's checking him in there really starts to question him, and the only reason he gets in 
is because Baylor Breakspear, who is next in line, right, to be the king. Yeah. I mean, we're talking like big time player. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, Baylor Breakspear is like, oh, yeah, I fought against Sir Arlen of Pennytree. He was an honorable man. Right. And Dunk is able to retell this story to him about how they once fought Sir Arlen of Pennytree who, um, and Baylor Breakspear once fought. And then, you know, he Dunk tells the story and Baylor says, well, I think that story has been um, I think that story has been a, l- a little a, l- a little bit embellished a little exactly yeah o- over over time and so you know and as every time I, when I whenever i read this i think of just just how interesting it is that um or you know i mean uh you just think about the fact that egg is staying with the horse because if egg had come with him uh the whole you know the whole, the oh, whole yeah. thing would be blown right because right, right, right. like what are you doing i mean so so anyway, so Dunk ends up getting he gets he gets in, he's allowed he's allowed to fight, and then he starts thinking, wow, what would happen if I ever had to fight, you know, in that, in that, in that, you know, against against a a, a knight or not a knight, but a uh, a dragon, right? You know, a prince or something or, or something like that. Yeah. And so well, that's about well, that's yeah, about what I mean. Yeah, that's that's what's about to happen. And so um yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll skip a little, just a, a little bit further here ahead, so we can start getting people in. Um, you, you know, basically, uh, after after that, uh, Dunk runs across um, Tanzel too tall, seeing her doing sort of a play. This tall Dornish girl, um, you know, she's too tall. Well, not for me. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, he doesn't right. actually, you know, it doesn't. So there's definitely something there, and he thinks of her in the next two stories. So, um, yeah. Then he and Egg go and they watch some of the some of the fights, right? Um, some of the fights mm-hmm. that are that are that are going on. Some of the some of the jousting. Um, he's he's not uh, participating that day. So uh, after that, after they kind of leave the tourney there, or they leave that day's worth of tourney, um, they say, okay, we're gonna go. We're gonna get some food, stuff like that. We go to bed, and then uh, he ends up walking back around by Tansel Too Tall. And who is being uh, attacked, right, by mm-hmm. Arian Brightflame, Arian Targaryen, who is also a prince. Uh, and this is when everything goes kind of crazy, right? Uh, everything, yep. every, everything, everything goes, everything goes crazy. Dunk walks up, kind of a heat, heated moment, and uh, you know punches him, knocks him down, starts kicking him, uh, and then that's really where kind of the half ends if you listen to the audiobook that's like chapter kind of one of these two things um and we dunk wakes up and he's in a cell basically uh he's 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 in a, mm-hmm. he's in a cell and because he has attacked a prince so right dunk is going to have to um dunk is going to have to basically now fight right in a a trial by combat a trial of a, tr- a trial of of seven so you know a trial a trial of seven is seven versus seven um it hasn't really been used very much um and oh it's facing a little bit of text for some reason uh the trial of seven right which so is um seven on seven seven champions versus seven champions a big huge open melee is uh what's is where we're at on that so um 
Uh, I think we're experiencing some kind of uh, technical issues here, perhaps. What's up? Oh, might be experiencing. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the Facebook thing is pausing here for some some reason. I'm not entirely sure. Oh. But anywho. Um, uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, so we have the Trial of Seven that's, that's going to take place. Dunk now has to go find Seven um champions right so he has to go mm-hmm. or six he has to go find six other people to fight with him uh and arian targaryen is gonna fight is gonna have six other people with him and that's kind of where we're at right and then it's revealed egg uh young Aegon is Aegon targaryen also a prince along the lines and so we're gonna have to have this big huge trial and that's where things really pick up right so yeah yeah uh Dunk is able to gather seven people. Uh, Arian is able to gra- have his seven. Um, and again, I'm just skipping. Now I'm just like really skipping ahead so we can start getting people's comments and, and stuff in here. Um, you, uh, the fight happens and really, you know, Dunk wins. And the big kind of takeaway is Baylor Breakspear, who comes to fight on behalf of Dunk, who is a knight, uh, gets his head caved in. Right. Mm hmm. And yep. uh, and he gets his head caved in, and, and dies. And so the realm by his brother, yeah, who by his brother make make our Targaryen, right? Who is Egg's dad, right? And mm-hmm. so uh, it, it's all because, and it all kind of circles around this hedge knight. That's the that's kind of the whole point of the story. Is this lowly little hedge knight causes this huge uproar in the realm? Where Baylor Breakspear, the next, the person who was supposed to be next in line, was supposed to be this great, amazing king, um, dies because of Duncan the Tall, and that's that's kind of that's kind of the um, this story. That's kind of that's kind of that's kind of how how the story unfolds. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a it's a like Maker at the end. It's it's almost like it's crazy to him. It's hard for them to wrap their minds around the idea that a hedge knight was who was defended and whose life was at stake and we lost a prince you know and someone who like there were big players big lordlings who were like and other knights who were like in that trial by seven and it's sort of like all for all for what you know was this guy even worth it he's just who is this guy because a lot of hedge knights you come across they're they're i mean some of them are, are drunk some of them are just you know they're quote they're a version of sell swords, you know, they're kind of, you know, moving from keep to keep, just trying to make a living or get some, you know, make their way uh, across Westeros or whatever. So like, it just doesn't seem right, you know, mm-hmm. to, to make our, and then he, of course he's also torn because he's the one who, you know, it happened. He didn't even mean to, I think it's sort of like, like it just, uh, he definitely did not mean for that to happen. So, yeah, and that's and and you know this is I think it's supposed to be again I this story I mean let alone we haven't got Winds of Winter yet so uh, I mean we'll see what happens there but let alone I think this is supposed to be seven stories as well and so I think that it's I think that it's a it's it this isn't my favorite of the of the three stories that we currently have um, for for Dunkin' Egg. Uh, but I do think it is like the perfect beginning for his story because obviously we know that Dunk becomes you know uh, in in the Kingsguard, Lord Commander of the Kingsguard, and so his story I think is very very unique and um, and I think it's 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 a great way to start his story that out of out of this tragedy um, 
you, you know, he, he's able to go on and live this huge, crazy life and, and be very important mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And so, yeah. and so I think it works really well. So, okay. So I really want to start getting uh, some people's kind of thoughts, perspectives on the um, series. So for those of you guys who are in the discord, whoever kind of wants in first, just leave a comment in the discord. Um, and then we'll kind of open up to you guys, just kind of what your thoughts are on uh, the dunk in the egg series, um, or maybe just, you know, the hedge night itself. Uh, just some of your, you know, your, your favorite moments, thoughts, theories, is dunk actually a night, uh, and just kind of what you, uh, what you think there. So, uh, just leave it, just leave a comment in that, in that discord and then we can see who, who kind of wants to go first. But, um, uh, while we're, while we're waiting yeah. for that, while we're waiting for that, I'm going to take a look and see and just kind of say what some of the people are saying in the, on the mm-hmm. Facebook. Um, and so we can kind of see what's going on there. Um, let's see here. Uh, Sandy, Lady Sandy says, I've not read the novella. Interesting. The book, he said that the hedge night is 90 years before a song of, you know, song of ice and fire. Um, yeah, it is. And, and that's one of the things I like more about this than perhaps what we're going to get in the first prequel show. Um, the dance dragons is cause that's so far away. This is not that far away. I mean, you, some of these people, I mean, Aemon Targaryen, Maester Aemon is, is mentioned he's referenced oh, yeah. yeah yeah actually yeah. you think about that mr amen is um but yeah he's he's even um well let's see so you have egg right and that was his younger brother wasn't it yeah absolutely so uh, uh yeah. all right uh lord adam parker i do have you uh uh live in the discord chat so if your mic is turned on and everything then we should be good to go there hey guys hey how's it going man what's up not much hanging out long time no speak over here yeah <laughs> trying to trying to lay low trying to be quiet um yeah no, no this is uh I, I really like these books and you know i only got in, into them uh, uh, from you guys and it they're like they're better they're, just, they're written in such a different way and um you know this first one of course is like it's funny right it starts out I guess it's like if you know like the plot and you know who these characters are, it's like a joke, right? So it's like you know who Egg is. Like I was I, during my reread of them, and Dunk is like, "Oh, did you wash the horses yet? I'll give you a clot in the ear." And it's like, "Yeah, Dunk, do you do you know who Egg is?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's you know the way that he treats them. It's like someone's got to teach you respect, um, you know, or if. If not, like, again, the clot in the ear, it's like, uh, you know, how Dunk was brought up. It's like spanking your children. It's like, you know, I'm going to keep doing this. You need, you need respect. Like, oh, why did you wash these horses? Why did you put my stuff away? Like, you're a terrible stable boy. And then going into the inn and the innkeeper is like, oh, yeah, my boy, you know, is the stable boy. And, like, he's, you know, a little slow or something. And Dunk's like, yeah, no, he is. <laughs> Even though he, he met the wrong boy. Right. Um, and again, it's just everything that goes through in this first book. What kind of, I guess I'll focus on this first book here. But everything that it goes through is just like, you know, you, you feel bad for Dunk. And it's like, oh, it was so close to being perfect or it was so close to being in his hands. Or, you know, and, and luckily you do get some of the cooler Targaryens um, who do stand up for him. And, and, you know, I guess that's just chivalrous. That's what you... You know, it's like what Ned Stark would do or like some of the Starks that we feel from the uh, A Song of Ice and Fire story, knowing that the old Starks around this time period, uh, probably not 
at all nice people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the Targaryens at this time period, I mean, some of them are, some of them are not, of course. But, you know, it's very different of those houses shifts. And again, to get that backstory of you got Baratheons, you have Targaryens, you have, you know, some of these other houses that are mentioned. And it's, you know, how many times does George reference this series in A Song of Ice and Fire? And it's pretty cool. It's a it's a nice, different pace from the Song of Ice and Fire series. Uh, definitely a, a recommended read um, for anybody who hasn't read them. And I, I love them. It, they they're so so short and they they've, they go by so quickly and I can't imagine having what'd you say seven of these yeah yeah that, that's you know? the I think that's the you know that's the plan the plan I think was to have seven of these I mean who knows I mean we still, right. again we still don't have wins of winter yet so we'll see and Gert, right, right. Gert gets and older my, and older by the day I mean and my my conspiracy theory timeline of releasing the books of you know which book will have the tragedy at Summer Hall you think. Yeah, you know, will I, it be the Duncan Egg series having it? Will it be the Fire and Blood series? Mm-hmm, will yeah. it be you know? There's different terms, and I think that I, I think that they need to be released. Like I think we'll get Winds of Winter, and I have a, a pretty solid clue of John's backstory, or even yeah, like Rhaegar's backstory. Uh, Summer of uh, the tragedy of Summer Hall, and then I think they're going to put the history of the Fire and Blood out, and then like maybe finish it with this, or or maybe you know bring out these books first before going into it, because like each book you need to unlock the next stage of mm-hmm. like clues, and mm-hmm. I think George is just going to drop clues out until we get like the full picture, which is going to be like revealed, and obviously that full picture is the Song of Ice and Fire, which is the key to the entire series, and you know he's got to unlock these clues. Yeah, that's what I think he's doing. You've heard it from me first. Again, my conspiracy theory on George's timeline release. Why we haven't gotten with yet. <laughs> yeah, this has to come out. The prequel show has to come out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's true. I mean, because we have, you know, if you go back and you actually look at when things were released. Right. I mean, as and I've talked about this before. So a Game of Thrones is was released in 1996. Then a Clash of Kings in 1998. Well, the first Duncan Egg. Uh, the Hedge Knight was released in 1998, so he is kind of yeah. writing these at the same time. If you look at when they when they actually uh, you know came out, and so then um, you know then uh, then you've got um, a Sworn Sword 2003, which is after a Storm of Swords, but before a Feast for Crows, and there is some referencing about this stuff, and so maybe that's another reason why this stuff is by some of these other things are taking so long maybe he's not just all maybe he's not just writing wins a winner maybe he's also writing some of these novellas and helping right with fire and blood and he's like i have you know all this stuff has to come out you know in this uh maybe he's maybe he's like uh you know maybe he's got you know you know like uh, the thing i think reminds me of the most of is like it's always sunny in philadelphia the meme you know of charlie where he's got the the strings running all over the room and he's like pointing <laughs> at the at the thing i mean right. like maybe that's what right. he's like got in his in his house and he's like oh no you know this has to come out here this has to come out here like you know right all this stuff's tied yeah. together he he can't he can't finish the series until he unlocks those parts and he doesn't even know yeah. the full story that's something that okay well this is going to happen but then also like this is an old prophecy that was made for that dunk was there for when he was at summer hall. Okay. And then, so now I have to work on this story. I have to come up with what that prophecy was. Well, in order to get there, 
what did Dunk do before that? Uh, you know, getting into there, did did Duncan survive the tragedy mm-hmm. at Summer Hall? You know, is he the uh, is he cold hands? Exactly. Right? So yeah. it's like, okay, maybe that's book seven of like this uh, this seven book series, and maybe Summer Hall is like book five or six or something. And okay, now I have to complete Summer Hall. Duncan has to survive. He has to go up north beyond the wall. He has to become cold hands. He has to meet with. Um, uh, Brendan Rivers, who again, huge part in these books, like it's so intertwined. And then, like once George figures that out, then he's like, okay, now then I can go back to Winds of Winter and finish this piece because that was the clue that was missing, and like I couldn't, you know, I I didn't know exactly who Cold Hands was as a character uh, because I had to go back and explain on and and refresh myself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's 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 gonna it's gonna be really interesting. So he okay, so I just pulled it up here. These are the other um potent your he's he's talked about these as potential um titles, right? Uh he said um the Cell Sword, the champion, the King's Guard, the Lord Commander is you know the potential titles for some of these other um you know, went to these other uh things. The the potential other Wait, stories. So the Lord Commander of the night's watch or lord commander of the it just uh, it just it just says the king it just says so the the potential other titles so four others we have three yeah so yeah the sellsword the champion um so the sellsword would be interesting the champion we know it would i'm I'm guessing he's gonna be fighting in some tourney uh the king's guard um and then just the lord commander is what is what the last one's called so mike so he's either the lord commander of the king's guard or yeah it could be lord commander of the uh uh, of, well, do they uh, is the is, is it called Lord Commander of the King's Guard or mm-hmm. are you? I think so. Yeah, that, yeah. I think okay. I think Barris and Selmy is the Lord is it's it's the same title for both. Um, yeah. Let me let me look let me look that up. Well, Jamie Lannister is also one. I'm just of yeah, the King's Guard. Yeah, I think so. it is. Yeah, okay. I think you, yeah. You are the you Got are it. the Lord uh, Commander of the King's Guard. Is the, is the same is the yep. same is the same title. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah could, exactly. could could you imagine though if like then exactly. you know Summerhall the tragedy of Summerhall when he's in the King's Guard? Um, I mean, yeah, I guess we know he becomes Lord Commander of the King's Guard, and then like, could you imagine if he like go has to go to the wall because like maybe it was his fault? Summerhall yeah. was his not yeah. like his fault fault, but like right, it was obviously Egg's fault, but maybe like maybe like Brendan Rivers doesn't know that, you know what I mean? So he thinks it's like Dunk's fault, and like. Or the next king in line, right? Or maybe he just, or, or maybe he, or maybe he just feels responsible, and that's where he, right? Exactly, and go. like exiles himself to the wall, and goes up like with the, the Raven's Tooth, uh, you know, and then becomes Cold Hands. Like this is, yeah, this is legit. I'm, I'm super serious on that. Like, exactly like his trajectory. Yeah, it's yeah, it's great. I, I wanted, I want to get one comment in here from. Um, Edward says, uh, overall, I love the Western-like feel aspect of the Duncan Egg stories compared to the rest of the series, which I think is a really good, I think is a really good point because it does have that kind of feel. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, to me, yeah. it, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of, well, I mean, I should say that this reminds me a little bit of, uh, of, of, 
uh, of that, I guess is the way. Um, kind of like the Mandalorian a little bit, right? You know, Star Wars like Baby Yoda and 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 Mando yeah, kind of out there, and they're out doing these individual little little stories and stuff like. That. I mean, there's plenty right. of other ones as well, but that is kind of like, oh yeah, it's kind of got that that kind of a feel. Right, Duncan is like a cowboy on his horse. Right. You know, and it's like his like poncho and lefty or something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the only one I can think of, but yeah. uh, any of the other John yeah. Wayne esque. Uh, yeah. Clint Eastwood westerns where yeah. it's like they always have that traveling companion they always have those two horses even though there's or three horses and there's only two people or something like that right and it's like yeah. um and given that you know, that, you know and given that this is like a uh yeah you know that this is a um a lighter toned thing I mean let's just let's just make it happen Disney HBO get together hire Dave Filoni and John Favreau to, and get get Gurr involved and just do the mm-hmm. Duncan, do the Dunkin' yeah. Egg series. Put it on Disney Plus. Put it on HBO. Everyone will be like, "This is great," you know. Just get those right, right. Yeah, and and I trust John Favreau. Oh, he'd to be finish the yeah. series <laughs> without direction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Properly. Yeah, exa- exactly. As do as Dan and Dave Filoni. I think he'd be he'd be great. He'd be great. He'd be great. Too. Yeah. No, those guys are. They do a. They would do a legit. phenomenal job. Yeah. Oh man, I can't say. I, there could be a whole different podcast of talking how good they are. And oh they yeah, definitely do this. Let's let's petition. Well, let's, we, yeah, yeah, we need. To, yeah, we need to. We need Yeah, we need to make. We need to make this happen. Yeah, get Dave Filoni, John Favreau in there. So awesome. Um, okay. All right. Well, uh, let's. Uh, thanks for that, Lord and Parker. Let's see if uh, we can get somebody else in here who wants to comment um, uh, on this. Um, Get somebody else. So whoever whoever wants to go next, just leave a, a comment in there. Who would you guys like to see play Dunk? Says Lady Sarah Ez. Who who do you True. think would who do you think would play a great Sir Dunk in the tall? Lord, we're gonna have to find somebody pretty tall, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's find uh Yeah, I don't know, tall because he's he's also thick as a castle wall too, so you know, it's gotta be like this mm-hmm. you know, big, thick guy. I don't know. We'd have to find I wonder if it'd be yeah, it need to be somebody who could who could act right at the same mm-hmm. time. That's that's a t- that's tough to find sometimes. Mm-hmm. Somebody who can do both because you got like the mountain. The guy who plays the mountain, right? Like these guys who are big, oh, uh, half Thor, half, half Thor Bjorkson. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, Dun- like I mean, I, yeah, Dunk's actors, a little bit lean. But... Yeah, Dunk's a little bit leaner than that. You know, the guy who I liked actually. So I have been watching. Um, I've been watching the Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Have you seen that? Like came out oh, like, came out late it. last year. Yeah, okay, it's like really good. Like I'm obsessed. It's almost like it's kind of like X Men, kind of like Heroes. Like like the first season Heroes. Remember Heroes? I was like the first season Heroes was like the biggest deal in the world. Yeah, really big. Yeah. Um. So the guy who plays uh, Dick and Tarly, right? Remember Sam's brother who is like an yes. idiot and yeah. just gets burned by the dragon. Yeah. So that guy's in it, and I, you know, he's in Game of Thrones for like two episodes, right? And he just gets burnt to a crisp. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I was like, so we were watching it, and I was like. I was like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. I was like, oh, that's the guy who he plays Dick and Tarly, right? He's like really good. Now that I actually get to see him, and I'm watching this show, this Umbrella Academy show, um, and I was like, this guy's really good. I think he'd be a great dunk. He's a big, tall guy, and like, and he's yeah. already worked with HBO and stuff like that. Yeah, I think he'd be give him some long hair. I think he'd be great. So I don't know his name, um, but you know, somebody, somebody like that. Yeah, you would definitely need somebody kind of taller. Yeah, you know, here's a here's a question for you, uh, Sir Matt. Like the or rock. anyone who's, who's <laughs> yeah, the, the rock, the, the rock's rock. in anything at this point. Oh, good God! I don't know about that. Um, but uh, you know, like you, you and Lord Adam were 
uh, talking about the idea that does, you know, is, is he writing two books at the same time? Like, mm-hmm. is, is he working on some of this stuff and tying it back to Summer Hall and this, this series or whatever? I think he may be. I mean, there's enough clues mm-hmm. and there's enough things that, like, uh, at different conventions and um, speaking opportunities, he's talked about the connection uh, that was made in A Feast for Crows to the series. And he's told people to, like, you know, pay attention. Things will be revealed in time as to how, like, you know, Brienne is descended from Duncan and, and, and that whole thing. So, I mean, yeah, he's trying to weave in that, that piece as well. And since the, since the titles are out, it almost makes me think that maybe he does have a lot of it written, but it's just sort of sketched out. It's just sort right. of uh, outlined and not really – like, he could easily fill it out when he's ready to, but mm-hmm. – yeah, making it well, all kind of work. Yeah, well, and the like the interesting thing I think is how he just doesn't want it to come out yet, right? Because he could have just released it when they did World of Ice and Fire. They could have said, "Well, this is how they die," right? And but they said, you know, he they want he wanted to do like an actual, you know, if you're reading it, they said, "Well, but ink blotted the paper," and so. You yeah, know, and so so it wasn't revealed because he said I'm not ready to reveal it yet. But they could have, they could have released it then. I, that's what I'm. That's why something I'm actually wondering if it's going to just be the same or if it's going to be we may get a little more detail to it in Fire and Blood Part Two because Gurr isn't writing those. Um, other people are writing those, and he's basically he's basically kind of saying here do this, and then those there's mm-hmm. other people really writing those those books or taking a lot of his work and adapting it in a way that it works in fire and blood. And so, I mean, I actually think that, uh, you know, if we don't get winds of winter, I think the next book we will see is fire and blood part two, because he's going to be pressured by HBO to get it out, to go along with a Targaryen based prequel series. Right. I mean, we're going to, you know, okay, we're Game of Thrones is back on TV. We're going to need another book and more merchandise and stuff like that. And since he's not actually writing it, um, you know, it's possible if we don't, you know, when's a winner, we still don't see for like another five years or whatever, that that's the next thing we see. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually even thinking too, once this prequel show comes out, like, I, I mean, again, if wins, I'm sure I'm hoping, thinking it's going to be out before them, but if it's not more pressure, one to finish that too more pressure than even to go, you know, and kind of sign off on whether it's, you know, the volume two or even some of these other, these other works, you know? So, um, like you would think the series ends and and George gets away from the pressure. Uh, and it's like, no, (laughs) it's still more, more, uh, TV show to come. And people are, you know, where's the author on these books? What's going on? So, yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, I'm going to read some more of the uh, comments here. Um, just uh, in, in on Facebook, we have uh, just some, some comments here. Um, let's see. Um, uh, Chris says, I love Duncan Egg series. So glad you guys are digging into this. Yeah, it's again, as, as an I as an I love it. Um, yeah, that's great. Uh, his, his, uh, Lady Sarah, his story tends to stay true every time he gets questioned about it at talking about is he actually a knight or so so arlen penitentiary knighted me before he died or did he um mm-hmm. the helm holding his head together and his words slurring yeah baylor breaks Pierce's death i mean you know everything is just like pretty low-key chill uh for uh, yeah and then you hit that and you're like oh yeah this is girl right you know this is, this is still yeah. like, it's just like oh it might honestly it's be the monumental most, it's like i think it might honestly be the most brutal um 
uh, like few lines to read in the entire series for me. I mean, even more, you know, there's obviously far worse stuff that happens in, uh, yeah, in yeah. Game of Thrones. But for me, that's the one that's like, oh, it's just so hard. So well, hard to read. Well, yeah. And what I think is amazing, too, in this short little novel, that one, you can fall so in love with Dunk and Egg mm-hmm. and Baylor Breakspear. And like and have enough you're like he can do that so quickly to you. And I guess again, we already know a lot about the world and, and so that's sort of why this works. Like we already are in love with Westeros, but still, like we love those characters so much and Baylor, I'm like, let's it go. This is how it's supposed to be done. And yeah, for him to die, it was it was huge. It was huge. Also on Lady Sarah's point, you know, one of the things I think um just in the notes, if you go to the wiki, they kind of say that people people refer to this quote where he said that he knew what it was like to want something so badly that you would tell a monstrous lie just to get it. And, you know, that's people speculating that maybe he lied about his knighthood. And those people can go to the seven hells, all right? <laughs> wow. Because, <laughs> because, come on, you know, Sir Dunk's not lying about that. Come on. Yeah. But. No, I, yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think he's lying. Um, okay, let's see here. Uh, Lady Sandy. Yeah, from Flea Bottom to Lord Commander of the Kingsguard. Yeah, and that's his story, and that's what makes him so cool. Because you know, I think the, the difference is Dunk is his story's already been told, right? And so when we look at people like John, we're like, where are they going to go? But we can look at Dunk and be like, you know, he has this great, this great epic story. Um, and he's just such a likable guy, right? He's 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 not he's not he's not somebody like Jamie, who's you know kind of an anti-hero, um, starts out as a villain, then we kind of like him, and then. You know, uh, even just if you look at show Jamie, you may not like the way he ends his story, um, you know, or even even somebody maybe um, trying to think of some other people that are possibly like that. You know, Stannis is very standoffish. Some people like him. Some people don't. I mean, mm-hmm. Dunk's just good. He's just a good guy from the get go. Yeah. You know, one thing uh, people make a lot of connections to uh, between Dunk and like Davos just because, mm-hmm. you know, coming from Flea Bottom and, and coming from or just understanding what it's like to come from you know, nothing. And then to acquire that, although, you know, Dunk seems to acquire his knighthood much earlier, Davos later on, just through, um, you know, the onions that were delivered and so on. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's, and, and also when I think when Davos is written and there, we, yeah, I, I just, I feel sort of a same type of, um, he likes Davos. Like, I think, I think George likes him and I think, well, we're, we're meant to like him too. So I don't know. It just, it feels similar to me sometimes when I think about his story and, and stuff so yeah yeah lady sarah saying uh davos duncan davos is a good a good comparison yeah and again anybody who wants actually uh who's in the discord and wants to to speak on air uh just uh say so in the discord and we'll we'll get you guys hopping in here but um yeah lady sandy kind of provides a a summary here well as i do some research this is cool some 20 years later egg became king aegon uh the fifth targaryen more commonly known as aegon the unlikely sir duncan was again aegon's sword uh, she sworn shield as a and uh knight of the king's guard ultimately he was raised to lord commander the finest and most famous knight in the land Although Sir Duncan had never approved of his squire's desire to hatch a dragon's egg, he was present at Summerhall when the king attempted to do so. The result was a uh, disastrous fire that came to be remembered as the tragedy of Summerhall. Despite Sir Duncan's skill and great strength, he died, unable to save his king or his namesake. Uh, Duncan, Prince of Dragonflies. King Aegon's granddaughter, Princess Rhaella, gave birth to a son, Prince Rhaegar, at some point during this disaster. And that's the other thing, right, is... It's not like, you know, Dunk's story also would, if it were just simply Duncan the Tall and it were just a, a story about a big, you know, 
the big 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 guy who's a knight and goes on this you know uh, he's also tied to possibly i mean huge epic uh you know song of ice and fire i mean azora high like all of this stuff he's he's tied tied into i mean it's yeah it's huge like yeah he is you know what we often sometimes so sir, sir barristan selmy right who's there who's um who's in our series who we get to talk to and who's still there um he beat him you know i mean he 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 met him. he fought him he was he was there he may be able to tell us something mm-hmm. you know like he may know more about these these events and these things so it's it's funny to me like barristan selmy's there and we see these subtle little connections that he was the knight who you know dunk lost to or you know uh, when he was Lord Commander, it just—I don't know. Those types of things make me go, "Okay, there's more to be revealed here." And was we're, we're going to drop some of these nuggets. Was Barrison Selmy in the Kingsguard at when Summerhall happened? Oh, uh, let's see. So, like, is it possible? Uh, he was it possible he was there? Because just because just because he just because like because you think a lot of Kingsguard would have been there, right? Yeah, so I mean the the king was, the king is there and a lot of the royal family is there. I mean, it, just because just because Barris and Selmy, it's not mentioned that Barris and Selmy was doesn't necessarily mean he wasn't. Exactly. Yeah, and that's what they talk about. Like when he was sixteen is when he defeated um, Dunk in that in that tourney. Uh, he was defeated. You know, like when Dunk was Lord Commander, he was defeated by this sixteen year old. Um, so he's definitely you know available. Let me see if I can find find one exactly, or maybe someone can search it up there and see exactly when he uh entered into the or what year yeah maybe that well been. yeah barrison selmy receives his knighthood at the age of 16 from king Aegon the fifth targaryen after unhorsing you know sir duncan the tall so he becomes a knight mm-hmm. uh during the war of the nine penny kings which takes place after summer hall Barristan slew Maelius, the first Blackfire, and I think okay, so I think that is when he gets his king. He was named the King's Guard, um, while King Jaehaerys the second Targaryen bestowed the White Cloak to him. So he is he enters the King's Guard after the tragedy at Summerhall. Okay, yeah. so he was just, so he was just so he was just a knight, right? I still think you know he could convey rumors and maybe uh, things that might have happened. You know? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, ab- yeah, absolutely. And he may, like we don't even know too what all was going at Summerhall like Rhaegar's name day like who all was there what all was mm-hmm. happening um, yeah and the so. and the Jenny of Oldstone stuff and how close of a how close of a relationship did Dunk have with Duncan Targaryen right who you know he's named after him like you know they may have been mm-hmm. good friends um, you know you look at like Davos and Shireen Baratheon so you know just because they're not family doesn't mean they're not necessarily good friends. Uh, and what you know that that insight we could have to Summerhall would be huge, right? And maybe that's another reason why Gurr isn't. Um, I actually would also not be surprised if Gurr doesn't um write about it. like it's not in. Yeah, uh, you know, does it end that way? Does it? You know, let it, let's assume that the last Dunkin' Egg series is Summerhall. Does it end that way? Is it? Um, yeah. Is it ambiguous? Is it left for interpretation? Does it flat out say he dies or he lives? And we just don't, it's never written about, you know, another way. It's all about perception, all about perspective. That's how Gurr, that's how Gurr writes. Yeah, I, I actually like the idea, you know, you, you and uh, Lord Adam were talking that um, maybe he would, maybe we would see sort of like a, a, a last chapter or an epilogue or something afterwards. And it's sort of what, you know, uh, 
I mean, Sir Dunk could go to Winterfell at any time, but like we see in A Dance of Dragons, like Bran has that vision of some, you know, girl kissing a very mm-hmm. this tall mm-hmm. knight, and you, Hodor is there and everything. Um, but yeah, do we see him maybe go to the Wall, or is it just reference that he went there? Um, yeah, because you wonder, like people who go to the Wall, are they just forgotten? We, we like we forget about them, and and um, their life. It's almost as if their life ends. They go there, life continues, but yet does it? I mean, are they? remember it at all are they important enough to write in the histories and things like that it seems to be a thing uh with with george's writing and, and just this place so yeah exactly yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up just some some of the later life stuff that we know just kind of dunk uh does so we have um you know so after white uh turning white uh, turning at white walls which is the second Blackfire rebellion um that dunk puts down <laughs> single-handedly you know puts down him and uh yeah and um at uh that's the mystery night which is the third uh duncan egg book um so we know at some point after that they go to winterfell uh then at some point prince uh, aegon targaryen named his firstborn son and heir duncan um you know duncan the small right in late 233 which is roughly you know 70 years before um well, a little bit less than like 60, 67 uh, years before the main series, uh, Aegon uh, ascends the throne, becomes Aegon the fifth Targaryen. Uh, Duncan escorts Aegon's brother, Prince Aemon, to Eastwatch by the sea. And, you know, that's interesting, too, because I think we always just assume a Maester Aemon was at um, Castle Black, but he wasn't. So he first goes actually to Eastwatch mm-hmm. by the sea. Um. Uh, and so where Eamon was going to join the Night's Watch. So, you know, that's uh, that's something else I think, uh, uh, something I miss a lot, is we think about, well, Bloodraven's there. Well, Bloodraven's at Castle Black, because he is the Lord Commander. And so then Eamon's mm-hmm. at Eastwatch by the Sea. But, I mean, obviously they're communicating. Uh, Duncan eventually joins the Kingsguard. Um, the first reference is 236. Um, I mean, I would imagine that he's obviously in the Kingsguard probably at 233. Uh, really, even though he's first mentioned at at two thirty six, I mean the second the second egg becomes king. You know, uh, you know, I mean, you know, you know, Dunk is in the King's Guard as long as there's an open spot. Um, yeah, right. Two thirty six, he fights in the fourth Blackfire Rebellion, um, kills Damon the third. Uh, in two thirty nine, he uh, when he you know he takes on Lionel Baratheon, right? When Li- that's uh, when Lionel Baratheon's. Mm-hmm. That's the whole Jenny of Old Stones incident, which again could be huge. Yeah, because Jenny, yeah. Yeah, Jenny of Old right. Stones could be a huge, huge, big deal. Two fifty two, um, Duncan becomes Lord Commander, where he uh, is defeated by Barris and Selmy. Two fifty nine is the tragedy at at Summerhall. So I mean, you've got a good, I mean, twenty more years in there where Dunk is Duncan Egg are having adventures as as Egg being. Uh, king right so there's a lot of there's a lot of stories stuff like that and then every story that we get to is that much less further away from the main series i mean at this point you're talking 259 you're just i mean you're 40 years ahead of of the main uh, uh 40 years ago right of the main series and so there's a lot of stuff you can say in that that I mean, we could see Ty. We could see like a young Tywin Lannister. We could see. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you could do. Well, and, and that's actually what's kind of neat about the the in the main series is that you're able to any of those characters who have been around um, or who are uh, slightly older, that older cast, they can kind of 
they saw Sir Duncan the Tall. They knew who he was, or they passed by him, or, or you know, whatever. They they lived when he when he was here. What you know, so Sir Duncan is older. Uh, they are younger, but they can kind of pass on some of that, which I which is I think really cool. And sometimes what well a lot of times what George will do. So I keep kind of wondering who is it that's going to drop that next you know, little, little nugget for us or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I mean, and, and these, and a lot, they go back and forth too, because I mean, you look at this, uh, let me see some stuff that's mentioned about dunk in the main series. You have, you know, when Jamie talks about him, uh, with the book, right. Uh, with, with the book of, of the Kingsguard, uh, a feast for crows for unknown reasons, a shield with dunks, original arms came to reside at the army of Lord uh, Selwyn Tarth at Evenfall Hall. Uh, while at Duskendale, Selwyn's father, Brienne, remembers remembering the arms has that has them painted on her shield so she can travel the crown lands and riverlands incognito. And again, it's also it, we also know, I mean, Gers basically said it in a suspect Martin and stuff like that, that Brienne of Tarth is a. Is a descendant of Duncan the Tall. Yeah. So Dunk's yeah. hooking up with somebody. Right. I mean, he's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would have to imagine at some point Tanzel too tall, who's this character who, you know, don't keeps thinking about. She comes back into play at at some point. Um, uh, You know, Maester Eamon uh, relates that when he joins the Night's Watch, his brother Egg insisted Sir Duncan accompany him to East Watch. Maester Eamon also dreams of his youth in Old Town. Um, you know stuff like that. Dance of Dragons. Bran Stark has a vision of the past through Winterfell's heart tree. Among the vision is uh-huh. a slender ba- brown-haired girl kissing a knight as tall as Hodor, who is most likely Dunk. And a lot of people think that that woman is Old Nan, and also that Old Nan is um, uh, what's her name? Redwine. Lady Weber. Lady Weber. Exactly. Yeah. Rohan Weber, because she was also really small and and stuff like that. And it's possible that's when Dunk and her meet up. I mean, there's so much. There's so much stuff, man. There's so many interconnections yeah. in just Duncan's story, let alone the main series. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing, as you're reading, I've thought this before, and I've never really asked it, but like, why does he send an escort with Maester Eamon? You know, I, I, I've read before that the idea is um, like, like, why? I mean, that's not something typical you would do. Although he's he's a Targaryen, that's that's really why it's it's his brother. Um, but why not just send a different escort? Why send Sir Dunk? And is it because people were trying to would would hold him ransom or they were trying mm-hmm. to maybe put some put some pressure on the king or they wanted to use him in another way who you know I, I don't really know but um interesting though that that he sends his lord commander to escort a maester there and and then you you hear about from Marwyn the mage that there was some resentment towards um maester Eamon. and and i i actually think there was a lot of pressure from the citadel for him to actually uh, become king because then he would, you know, be, being a former maester maybe would give the citadel and, and the maesters more power. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Lady, uh, Lady Sarah commented said Lohan, uh, Lady Rowan was more of a ginger, though. That is true. Yeah. Perhaps Old Nan could be another mystery lady. But then again, I also think, you know, it's Winterfell. It's perhaps it's just the way Bran is seeing it at that moment because people have, I've seen that, that argument um, that, um, uh, or yeah, or she could, or maybe she's just some other mystery lady. It could actually just be old Nan, right? And but then you think about, well, Hodor, right? Is Hodor a descendant of Sir Duncan the Tall? Because if mm-hmm. old, if that would make a lot of sense, if it's if it's old Nan and she's just maybe old Nan is just old Nan, right? Um, mm-hmm. And you know that's how Hodor, you know, continue that line down. Why Hodor's so big? 
Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people have, have kind of like he's he's confirmed one reference to his descendant, but then not another, or maybe right. the other. So yeah, that that would be. I like to think he is. I really yeah. do. And then so. who's the guy at the wall? Um, that you think is possibly Sir Duncan's uh, heir or whatever. Say that again. The guy at the wall, like Small Paul or something like that, where people think he's also. Oh yeah, who's Small like, Paul? Just yeah. Of, uh, yeah, he's he's super. He's yeah, he's super tall and and yeah. Um, and there's a couple uh, lines and references around him that that kind of make it seem as if he's like. Like he's, I don't think I don't think they actually say he's thick as a castle wall or not, but they say something like that near, like around him, and you're like, wait a second. Um, it's one of those lines that's repeated in the in the series. Yeah, yeah, I'm so. looking. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at just the rest of his wiki, wiki page to see if there's anything else. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not a ton, but I'm. Uh, but the thing that, again, the, the thing I just like about this series, the Night of the Seven Kingdoms, Duncan Egg, right, the whole deal is uh, just the ties that it has, and I think it's a it's a better insight to the Blackfire Rebellion than World of Ice and Fire or, you know, maybe Fire and Blood Part 2 will be. Because uh, you just get that with, with Eustace Osprey, right, in the second one, uh, the, the, the um, Sworn Sword, you, you get his side of why he supported the Blackfires, which is huge, mm-hmm. which yeah. is huge. It's it's huge that we we get that. And so that's what I think. I think it just allows Gerd to do a lot more world building and stuff like that. And I think um, just the way as Adam Parker had said, it's just written so differently. Yeah. So someone said at one point that there were and I'm just in Reddit and Reddit right now looking at this, that that George early on had said that there are four uh, descendants possibly in the of, main series of Dunk. Yeah, people have uh, people have argued. I've, I've seen the, I've seen the argument for um, the uh, Cleganes, right? Because the mountain is so is so big. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Huh. Yeah, it's wild. That's wild. Yeah, they say. Yeah, they say with Small Paul that he uh, Adam Parker and Lady Becky, um, uh, he's as thick as a castle wall. Is what they say about Small Paul. Yeah. 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 So yeah, like th- there's a, there's that little tiny tiny little possible connection there. So mm-hmm. and, and he likes animals and he likes like he's he's really you know fond of them and their company versus you know so yeah. And I'm gonna pull up I'm gonna pull up this the thing here we t- we done we did we did it we did a huge uh, Patreons um, re- episode about it, but just kind of kind of quickly reference it here the idea that uh, that Dunk could be cold hands right uh and a lot mm-hmm. of it just because it, a lot of it ties into if you read the mystery night where he's talking about who you know blood raven oh he's a friend right you know and and stuff like that and so that's what he that's what he says in the cave uh, as the three-eyed crow about cold hands oh he's a friend and so people have tied those those two together um and saying that's why it seems you know who is a three-eyed crow a friend right and and so and so mm-hmm. that's why that's why there's that that connection there yeah. By the way, there there are some people, um, you know, who kind of get confused about like Brienne being a descendant, and it's it's a descendant, not necessarily like his daughter, daughter or grand or grand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so like even you, I think people. Yeah. yeah. Even even um, Hodor would be probably his grandson because it's old Nan's grandson. Well, it may be old Nan's great great grandson or something. She just doesn't really, you know realize yeah because i just see I, I see that a lot of times where people are kind of like well how is it that he's a he's a lord commander and yet like like brianna's this 
you know, lady born from a high lord and everything. And it's like, well, a lot of different things happen. There, there's a lot that, that could, um, y you know, like a, it could just be that he, f like, fathered this, you know, uh, I don't know, you know, maybe he was sleeping in the same bed as, as some other guy. I don't know. With, with, right. you know, who knows? Lots of things could happen. Right. So. Right. Yeah, let me see here. That's uh that's all but that's about all they say about small Paul and Dunk. Um Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. All right, man. Well, uh anybody else if anybody else has any other comments or anybody wants to join in again on the Patreon or uh, excuse me, on the Discord, just uh kind of just say so in the Discord chat and we can get you on here. Um uh but yeah again the the first the first of the the first of the of the books the hedge knight um is, it, i just it's great as an as an i literally can talk about these all day we've done tons of episodes just on these cuz i think it's good and i think it's a good place to go expand once you've read the books once you've read you know the five books that we have and you're like i want to go start to explore the rest of this series i would i would encourage people to go here first and then probably World of Ice and Fire, and then uh, Fire and Blood. I think for me is is the is the place the way I would read them in that order. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, we we haven't mentioned this in a, in, a, in a bit, but I think we've talked about going back and doing some more YouTube content just for a lot of this um, older stuff as we get prepped for the um, the new show and mm -hmm. and get our minds wrapped around those characters, those events, and those stories. And it's exciting. This is like you said. Uh, we said this at the top of the show, kind of like a, a stepping stone. Um, and it's just good to get familiar because you're still you're still close to the main series. You don't have to go clear back to Aegon's Conquest. You can come down here and kind of like a lot of because when you go back to Aegon's Conquest, a lot of the lords and the different people who were uh, in in control of a, a kingdom or a region they were, they were different, you know. Um, so you have like the gardeners instead of the tar you're instead of the um, Tyrells and stuff. So. You know, it's it's a stepping stone, and then you, then you can kind of go uh, back. And plus, it's fun, and it's right. just a freaking great story. Yeah, and I think you know, and I do think it's possible that we we one day actually I, will or or certainly could get a Dunkin' Egg TV series. But I think right now, I, I one of the reasons I think that they canceled the Long Night um, and went with the Targaryen, you know, the House of the House of Dragons, right? Is just that um, I think they wanted something closer to Game of Thrones uh, and, and what it was with like King's Landing and all that stuff, more of the political side of it rather than like the magic side. But I, I think that, you know, if that show does well and they say, hey, we want to do another one of these, I think it's possible we could have two uh, shows on at once. And I think that this is probably a little more likely than even maybe Robert's Rebellion because they would want something mm -hmm. slightly different. And I think really the only other place to go is if you didn't want to go back and do long night you either do and you and you want something that way it's not like so much i think this would be the place logical place to go yeah and that's where i was saying earlier like it's like dang i mean like that's something they're going to talk to to george about and just sort of i mean again they don't really have to but it's, it's like it's like the pressure would be on then it's like how right. much of this do you have done and what's the what's the tie-in like so well i mean i think great It'd yeah i think i think just with the hedge night you could knock out one i think you could do almost almost a you could do on a, almost two seasons because you could do one season that was like just duncan arlen right like him learning or something i don't know you know and then yeah, I, would, I would love we to know, see that we know we know that they we, we know that they yeah. that they that arlen fought you know in some 
in, in some in some in some battles and stuff like that and uh yeah take some liberties and, and show us stuff yeah i would love to see dunk as a squire yeah yeah as a, oh yeah. as a squire and, and yeah it'd be yeah, it'd be it'd be great. Getting a cloud, getting a cloud across. The oh, head. absolutely. And then obviously, <laughs> I mean, you, there's so much, you get towards the end, and it's like huge, bigger song of ice and fire. You know, bigger stuff that ties directly into the main series, right? I mean, you you, you like you could show Rhaegar Targaryen's birth, right? It's a huge deal, huge deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then if you wanted absolutely. to do Robert's Rebellion after that, well, there you go, man. I mean, you end that series with. With Rhaegar's birth, and then you go right into uh, Robert's Rebellion. Right. Yep. Yeah. That'd be the way. Yeah. Yeah. To do it. That would totally be the way to do it. So, um, let me see. Any other any other last uh, last comments here? Well, not really. So, all right. As well. Um, all right, guys. Everybody, kind of stay safe out there. I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is is what's going on? I mean, it's it is hey. uh, it is crazy crazy times out there. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, yeah, and also look forward to. I mean, like legitimately, and and uh, apologize at the top of the show. Like I literally had the internet guy here uh, working on stuff. Had three things scheduled at once. It was nuts. But um, I I'm I'm really looking forward to you know just getting some more content out there and doing some some fun stuff as i get kind of set up here i like i'm super amped so be looking look looking for that and uh more of these hangouts and whether it's a raven's nest or not i think we've kind of uh you know sir matt and i are looking at establishing a day just to kind of come in and and talk and it's good to really it, it actually helps me kind of keep keep fresh because we bounce around to so many different fandoms mm-hmm. um that are pretty thick and mm-hmm. with novels and just stuff so um it's good to come to a hangout with, with you guys and just sort of talk about stuff and have people looking stuff up in the wiki and, and adding to the conversation. So this has been just next level for me and it's actually a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to more of this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I've had a, a cleaning lady here and, and stuff like that. I hit the gym first and stuff like that. And so I was like, I didn't even shower or anything. So I look pretty awful on stream right now, <laughs> but uh, it's okay. But it, we're just, we're just here hanging out. We're going to be doing a lot more of these hangouts, just popping in on Facebook and, and stuff like that. Now that we've got it all, all kind of dialed in and set up. So um, absolutely yeah. love, uh, love doing these. So um, all right, guys. Well, uh, I don't have my script in front of me, so I'm going to try and remember how we end <laughs> the show. Me neither. <laughs> try and remember how we uh, end the show. Well, we want to thank you for playing the Game of Thrones. Next week, we are into a Tyrion chapter. I'm not sure exactly which Tyrion chapter it is. Again, I, uh, we're just doing this. Uh, Raven's Nest, we always kind of do live and and uh, just kind of kind of hanging out more just an o- bigger open discussion i think it's Tyrion three of uh a clash of kings but remember that mm-hmm. uh the night is dark and full of terrors
watching.